You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, I mentioned this because A... Meg is a former gymnast, but B, did you read that the great Simone Biles is returning to gymnastics, which is super, super exciting. I don't think you even have to be a fan of the Olympics or a fan of gymnastics to appreciate how brilliant she is, seven-time Olympic medalist, but she is going to compete at the U.S. Classic outside of Chicago in early August, so this will be the first time we'll have seen her compete since the Olympics, and Remember when she was at the Olympics and she had to bow to the competition because she started getting the twisties? And I'm telling you, I was reading about the twisties, and I'm going to ask Meg about this. This sounds like the most horrifying thing on the planet. Like, imagine being midair and you're tumbling around, and then all of a sudden you you lose any sort of, of balance or idea of where you are so you don't know how to land. You could break your neck. I'm going to start using this, however, like when I'm out and I've had one too many drinks, I'm going to say, guys, I got to go. I got the twisties. And I don't really have my balance here. I, don't, I, I could fall. I got the twisties. I'm, it's a serious thing, no, but I'm going to start using that. I feel this feeling all the time as somebody who gets really airsick. And also those damn roller coasters that are like virtual. So like mm-hmm. you can look and there's no vantage point to focus your eyes on. Do you get what I'm saying? Because, like, when I'm on a plane, I have to sit in the window seat. So when we're, like, waffling through the air and we're, like, close to land, at least I can, like, look at a tree and be like, hey, this is my focal point. I will focus on this. And you can kind of get your bearings. But if you're on, like, a roller coaster where it's, you know, Mm -hmm. in the dark, that's when I puke. I went to Harry Potter World for my birthday one year in Orlando. And I puked up all of my butterbeer because one of these damn roller coasters that there's like small children next to me that are like having the time of their life. And here I am, you know, of drinking age and I'm just puking everywhere. So I get it. That story took a turn. It went from I'm on a roller coaster, I'm puking, and I had butterbeer. That was a tough one, Chelsea. That was it happens, though. I get it. You know what we have to do? We got to get some perspective from Meg McDonald. She is co-hosted by the book on Monumental Sports Network. Does a great job. Follow her on Twitter at Moneyline Meg. Meg, thank you for waiting. Good morning to you. You've been on this show before. You're a great guest. And I, I just wanted to ask you, you are a former gymnast, so you have to tell the people about your history here. And what are the twisties like? I would imagine you have some sort of experience in this area. Yeah, I do. Chelsea, first and foremost, coming in hot at 8.20 in the morning, talking about <laughs> I always look it up for hours. Introduce me, because I really never know which direction we're heading, and it, it's a total <laughs> surprise. And I do enjoy, like, 
a really solid story at 820 on a Thursday morning. So uh, thanks for having me on. Super excited yes. to be back. Um, I was surprised to see the news that Simone Biles was going to make another run. I guess that was the plan the entire time, but what we saw from the last Olympics was traumatizing for her. And I feel like mm -hmm. during the time when this was happening, I was living in Oklahoma and, cause you guys know, you pay your dues, right? You go from small mm -hmm. market to small market, eventually you get to where you wanna be, which is where I am right now in DC. But when I was living in Oklahoma and sports talk radio is predominantly just like a middle-aged man who has no idea, but does not lack opinions about gymnastics right. and gymnastics and the twisties, right? So I couldn't believe like what I was hearing on the radio from some of these guys, but I felt like the biggest misconception was the combination of the term mental health and the twisties, because that was kind of what mm -hmm. was thrown around because the two are very, very different. So because they can correlate doesn't necessarily mean they're the same thing. The twisties are the most terrifying thing I have ever gone through. I got the twisties when I was probably like 14, 15 years old. And mind you, I am doing nothing compared to what Simone Biles is doing, but it's still really, really scary. And it took me months to overcome. And I had a really great coach at the time who I was working on a triple twist on the floor exercise. So tumbling, you're flipping once, you're twisting three times fully around and I would get lost. So my coach, every single day for hours and i had a foam pit thank god i could like open up and it was okay i didn't know where i was he would clap as loud as he could and then it would just mean open and it took me months to overcome that in the safety of a practice gym in a foam pit i could not believe wow. the i guess negativity surrounding simone biles for having the twisties when there's no safety net you are landing on a hard mat. You don't know up from down, right from left. Like she could have broken her neck. And so because of that, she pulled out. That was a safety issue. You don't overcome the twisties in a matter of hours, days, weeks in the Olympic games. So there's a lot of pressure surrounding her. She's the best gymnast to ever do it. So I just, I hated the negativity surrounding it. It's the scariest mm -hmm. thing I've ever had to go through in my entire life because it really feels like you have no control over something that you've had control over for 20 years, a couple decades as a gymnast. So yeah, it's the scariest thing. She's the best to ever do it. So I'm excited for her to make, or at least try to make a comeback. But what we've seen from older gymnasts as of late, try to go for another Olympic games has not been the easiest path. Like yeah. if you were to look up Nastia Lewinkin in 2012, after she won the Olympics in 2008, you look, just Google her name, 2012, coming back for the Olympics. All you're going to see is a video of her falling flat on her face. Like the image is oh. amazing because it's just, it's hard to go that much longer when you're that old. Like I peaked when I was 14. It was downhill for me since. So uh, I'm no Simone Biles, but she has a long road to uh, get back to where she was. Right. Because the next Olympic Olympics is what, 2024? Yeah. So, like, Next is that in the realm of possibility that she even qualifies? Because, like, it's one thing to win, like, a gold medal, but it's another to even qualify. Because there are plenty of young gymnasts that I'm sure are at the top of their game. And like you said, it feels like a young girl's game as opposed to something to where athletes can, you know, get better with time. Because we see this in other sports because I feel like, you know, the age 30 isn't what it used to be. Athletes are taking mm -hmm. care of their bodies. But what is it about gymnastics that just makes it easier for young women? Is it because women peak earlier? What is it about it? 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Yeah, you're just smaller, honestly. Like, prior Uh, to puberty, you're smaller, you're faster, you're lighter. But it's not just a physical game. It's also a mental game. Because once you start getting mm -hmm. older, you start realizing this skill could seriously injure me if I lose focus for a split second. So there does Mm -hmm. become a fear because you just get smarter as you get older. Now, I will say the game has changed a little bit recently. And a lot of that actually has to do with NIL, which is kind of crazy to say in the college atmosphere, because when you think about it, D1 college gymnastics, to me, is arguably the only sport that Mm -hmm. a gymnast cannot do because she goes professional before she goes to college. So it wasn't even an option. If you are good enough to go to the Olympics, you have to get that money because you only have a short window. Now Mm -hmm. you can actually go to the Olympics, get money and still do college gymnastics if you do so, please. So the NIL, I know we talk about football, basketball, and even just like the transfer portal and everyone's trying to get that bread. Mm -hmm. Well, actually it's very beneficial and it's not really talked about for college gymnastics because these girls had to make a decision at 14, 15 years old. Do I go pro? Do I get on the Wheaties box, get as much money as I can forego college, which honestly is like way more fun than elite gymnastics and Olympic games, just because there's camaraderie. It's a team. You're not by yourself doing some Mm -hmm. crazy stuff, but I do think, I mean, Sunisa Lee is a really perfect example who won the Olympics last time out, who actually won the Olympics and then got to compete at Auburn and had the time of her life. Mm -hmm. So it's changing a little bit because you don't have to make that decision But, I mean, it still is a young girl's game because they're lighter, faster, stronger. They have that fear when they're older compared to younger, basically. We're talking with Meg McDonald, co-host of By the Book on Monumental Sports Network. Follow her on Twitter at Moneyline. Meg does a great job on that show. She loves her hockey, too. I've seen you on that show. You know the stick and puck. But I want to ask you about the Rocket Mortgage Classic and how are you going to play? I am terrible. I am terrible at betting golf. I'll be the first. I'm putting so many negative vibes today. I got I to turn things around. How are you going to bet this event? Okay, yeah, that was probably the longest I've talked about gymnastics um, in a decade. So thanks for giving me a platform. Guys. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even really thought about gymnastics much uh, as of late. So, no, the Rocket Mortgage Classic doesn't really roll off the tongue like the Travelers Championship and the U.S. Open, but still ways to benefit from a wagering perspective, I love playing matchups. So I'm on a Ricky Fowler over Tony Fino at minus 120. Now, Tony Fino is the defending champion. So this is going to be a very interesting bet, but Tony Fino is not coming into this specific event in very good form. His last four events, T72nd, a miscut, T32nd, and then T45. Now, meanwhile, 
Ricky Fowler has been on a heater. So it's finally time for me to jump on the Ricky Fowler bandwagon, which only means that he has a terrible week, probably. But no, seven top tens this year. (laughs) Total strokes gained on tour. But he's also first in total strength strokes gained in this particular field because this field is not going to be stacked. There's no Rory. There's no Scotty Scheffler. There's no John Rahm. Most of these dudes are taking the week off because they had an elevated event last week and then a major the week prior. So I'm on a Ricky Fowler over Finau minus 120. I'm also on a Justin Thomas over Sung J.M. at minus 105. Sung J.M., is tricky honestly because he hasn't been playing great as of late but neither has justin thomas so tread lightly jt to me is all about a confidence guy he is streaky when it comes to both sides of golf whether he's playing really really good golf or really really bad golf but what we saw last week on Friday and Saturday at the Travelers Championship gives me a little hope because he shot a 64 on Friday, followed that up with Mm -hmm. a 62 on Saturday, struggled a little bit on Sunday. But again, when you work with confidence in Justin Thomas, he does have these ups and downs. So hopefully we get to the right side for JT and uh, we saw some glimpse of what he's capable of showing us uh, this week. Do you think it's tougher to bet on these events where you think the scores are going to be birdie fests? Because I feel like it opens the field up as opposed to majors where it's going to be a really tough course. So for me, I don't love betting events like this, but I guess you could look down the leaderboard and say like, hey, maybe somebody at a very long shot price actually has a shot at winning this. Like, do you see anybody down the leaderboard that you think maybe has a chance or do you think it's ride with the favorites here? Yeah, really good question because I totally agree. I think it does open up for some of these guys to make a push. Now, I have a couple chalky plays. Like, I'm on Ricky 14 to 1. I'm on Hideki Matsuyama 16 to 1. So, that chalk, I feel like I just have to bet the chalk a little bit every single week because I would hate to be wrong if they actually come through. But I'm on a long shot on Kevin Yu 100 to 1. Now, Stay with me because most people don't know who this uh, this guy is. And most people don't know who Doug Gim is, who's in the leader right now, who's like four under through five. So tread mm-hmm. lightly. But uh, this is kind of strictly a stats play. So this will be a birdie fest. He's 14th on tour in birdie average. And we level up a little bit because I wanted to find some type of edge here when it came to eagles. Because we do not talk about making eagles when it comes to handicapping in the betting space on the PGA Tour. He's second in eagles holes per. So he's right behind John Rahm. And if I explain this a little bit, because that's a random stat. Eagles holes per, like what the heck does that mean? Mm -hmm. Basically, you divide the amount of holes that he's played by the amount of eagles that he's made. So it's not going to be the most eagles on tour. It's going to be how many holes he's played and then how many eagles he has made. So he's just second behind John Roman. We do not talk about this guy. So I'm on a long shot on Kevin Yu at 100 to 1. And uh, hopefully some people know his name after this, myself included, because I am not super familiar with (laughs) him. I would love to see it come home. That is great value. And she is Meg McDonald, co-host by the book on Monumental Sports Network. Again, give her a follow on Twitter at MoneylineMeg. Meg, great stuff. That was really great gymnastics talk. And thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. So good to see you guys. Yeah, you too. Have a good one. I learned a lot during that segment, I have to tell you. And I, you know, I followed gymnastics a little bit during the Olympics, but yeah, that was great. She's pumped. I'm pumped to see Simone Biles. I don't think you even have to be, like I said, a huge fan of gymnastics to want to see her come back. It's going to be fun. I think Olymp- Olympic gymnasts 
are truly iconic in the sports landscape. Mm-hmm. Like when the Olympics is in season and when Team USA is in gymnastics, aren't these women like some of the top figures in like pop culture and like just in general from an interest standpoint? Because growing up, like when I was little, I loved watching the Olympics and I loved watching these gymnasts and they've become household names. Yeah, they have, and they have that huge moment in the spotlight every four years, but it'll kind of be cool to see all that attention here coming up in August when Simone Biles is back in competition. We will be talking about it again. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.